Hello, my friends, and welcome to Social Scoop. This is a podcast by your social mate where we are putting the soul back in social media. We know that it needs it because social media is kind of a beast of its own. It has become very stressful, I feel like, for so many of us in the last few months. And so this is something I've been wanting to do, but that stress and the craziness of our jobs in social media it just has prevented me from doing things that I'm really excited about, like this podcast. So I uh, will be talking about this a little bit later in the episode, but I have been trying to just do more things that I love and make more time for those things and this podcast being one of them. So here I am. We're just going to go for it. And, you know, if you like it, you like it. If not, then I will still be doing something I enjoy. So (laughs) we're going to go for it. So um, basically to give you an idea of how this podcast will be laid out, we will always begin the episodes by essentially going over any social media news or anything that's really relevant happening in the industry. I want to be able to update you, you know, every single week on what's happening, kind of give you the hot takes on everything. And then we will also uh, be talking about a specific topic for the second half of the podcast. Ideally, we'll have a really awesome guest on every time or sometimes it may just be me, but either way, I will have a lot of really great information for you and I hope I can just hang out with everyone and have a blast. So let's get right into it. I don't want that fancy intro or anything like we're just we're going for it and it is what it is. So I just hope you guys love it and let me know. I mean, be honest. Break my heart if you need to, but I hope you like it. First thing I want to talk about is a little piece of Instagram news. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like in the last maybe month or so, Instagram has literally been like every few days posting a new piece of like, here's this really awesome new feature we're coming out with. And while I appreciate the new features, I'm also like, can I have a moment to breathe? Because I, as a mentor, I have students who I keep updated on all of these new features and new updates. And I'm just like, I have literally not even enough time to like gather my thoughts on one feature before they release another one. But, you know, this is <laughs> this is unfortunately just how it works sometimes and working in social media, being in a, a digital creator, a small business in social media, like you have to keep up with this stuff. And unfortunately, there is usually just no way to avoid it. So with that being said, yeah, we do have a few really cool things, updates to talk about. You know, hopefully every week there won't be 10 new things to talk about. And I would love a little bit of time in between these so that I can process all this information. But First thing I want to talk about is actually one of the most exciting updates that I think has come out recently for Instagram. They are actually releasing a new feature where you'll be able to able to schedule your live streams so like your Instagram lives and I think that TikTok has this feature already right now like and when you do schedule it it will show up on your little bio there and as far as I know for Instagram I don't think it will show up on the bio we've only been given like a little bit of information on it so far but essentially what this feature allows you to do is you will be able to go onto your screen like you're about to start a live video and over on that left side where like it, it will say like you know badges might be there or a description it will let you put the description of the live video you will see an area there that will say schedule when you click on that uh, you'll be able to choose a date and time of when you want to do this live stream and it will put that in your schedule now then after you picked a date and time it will essentially take you to another screen where you can create a post 
based on that scheduling date and time that you just scheduled. So what you can use this for and it will be really helpful is like, you know, if you are, for example, like launching a new product or you have a a live that you just wanted to do for any sort of reason, maybe you're teaching how to do something or you're going to be at a really cool event that you want people to be able to see. Either way, you can schedule this and when you use a create a post based around this scheduled event, it will actually show a little like section on the bottom left hand corner that people can see that it says live stream scheduled for da 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 and then you can click on that and they can set a reminder. So we typically use this little reminder tool when we're on Instagram stories, right? So like if you're on stories, you have the countdown reminder. I use it a lot because I find that it is definitely very helpful in getting people to remember again, like if I have a new product or we have like a seminar that we're doing, I'll put a count down there so that people will actually get reminded. So I think that this little live stream tool will be really helpful and I would definitely be interested. I haven't tried it yet, but I would be interested to see like what the turnout is like for someone who has scheduled a live stream versus those just like random days where you're like, yeah, I should probably go live. All right, let me just do it right now. So that will be really cool. And I will say, I think this is one feature that I do really appreciate and I'm very excited about compared to some of the other updates that they come out with where we're just like, hello, we've been asking you for so much shit and you guys have literally just given us a bunch of crap that we don't care about. This live stream scheduling actually seems like a feature I will use pretty frequently. So thank you, Instagram, for finally doing something that is useful and, you know, isn't just like something to annoy me. (laughs) So live stream scheduling, pumped about it. So second little piece of news that I am, this is one of those things that I'm like, why? Why Instagram? Why the fuck are you doing this? It is the fact that Instagram is testing likes on stories. Okay. I have so many problems with this. My first problem, I mean, first of all, Holland, I would like to say that they are testing it. Okay, that does not mean it's 100% going to be a feature that is released to everyone. I honestly hope that it does not get past the testing phase because I think this will drive people crazy as creators. And again, we'll talk about this a little bit more after when I kind of want to get into mental health a little bit because again, I feel like it's weighing on everyone right now. But with having likes on another piece of content on Instagram and social media in general, like this is just another stat that we're going to have to stress out about. And I think it's really dumb too because do we not already have the option to swipe up and hit the little heart button or a smiley face or a sad face whatever it is like you have that option already so it seems really weird to me that like we would throw a little you know a like button in there when you can still show your love on that post in other ways but again I just think I can see brands being like oh send us your metrics to see how many uh likes you've gotten on your recent stories and again I think The fact that they got rid of likes on Instagram posts, but now they want to, or, you know, you can, you have the option to remove it if you'd like to. The fact that they have the option to get rid of likes there, but then they're going to add likes somewhere else. Like, are we not just, you know, kind of going against the point of them getting rid of the likes in general? Like, 
the option there was, okay, well, if we get rid of likes, then that will be a really great option for people to feel a little bit better because we'll be comparing ourselves a little bit less. You know, mental health, obviously, something that social media is very much, you know, plays a part in. So I just can't see this being very productive, honestly. I, I really, like I said, I hope it does not go past the testing phase. To give you an idea of logistics of what it would look like if it did go through or as it looks right now in the testing phase, when you're on someone's Instagram story on the bottom, you have that bar where you can type a comment. Right next to where you can type a comment, you'll see a little heart button and you can just hit the heart button and you can actually hit it like a bunch of times in the example video that I saw. This guy hit it like 10 times and it was like plus 10 hearts. And so I'm just like, this, this is craziness. I don't know how I feel about it. I honestly, I kind of wish they would just not, but we don't know what's going on. So yeah, that was kind of the second piece of news that I had today. Again, I, I, (laughs) I just don't understand Instagram sometimes. And I really wish I did. A lot of the times when we get new features and things like this, I'm like, can you give us some reasoning? Like who requested this feature? Or are you guys just pulling this out of your ass? I would just love a little bit more information. I, like many other people, are I'm a very type A person. I like to have all the information so I can make very, you know, smart, educated decisions and understand why I'm doing certain things. So many things that Instagram has done recently, I just can't really understand. And that bothers me. So I guess actually going off of that, we could get into a piece of news that happened, I want to say like a week or two ago at this point. So I'm sure you saw this because the internet had a fucking meltdown over it. Basically, Instagram creators account. My first piece of information before I even get into this is who who is manning the creator account? Are they an intern? Are they someone who is just like doing this, you know, not really planning too hard? Like, I would love to know who runs that account because sometimes I feel like I'm like, what did you just say? Are you okay? Are you sure that's what you meant to say? And this was kind of one of those situations. And I think every single person who saw this was just like, what the fuck? Like, make up your mind. So long story short, basically Instagram and the creator's account made this post about hashtags. It was all about hashtag success. And they basically said that they want you now to use three to five hashtags per post. Okay, three to five Mind you, just a few months ago, we heard from Adam Masseri, who is basically the head of Instagram. I don't know if that's like his exact, he's like, he's like the go-to guy for Instagram information. I don't know exactly his title, but he had a post that was talking about doing, I think it was like 10 to 12 or 10 to 15 hashtags per post. That was just a few months ago. So I'm like, okay, you wanted us to do that then. Then you want us to do three to five hashtags, but you allow us to have 30 hashtags what does that mean? Like, what is the right answer? And so it was funny. It wasn't funny, but it was kind of funny to watch, you know, from an outside perspective. Sometimes you just have to laugh at this stuff. But in the comments on this post of telling people to do three to five hashtags, everyone was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) We can't keep up. We give up with you. You know, we're going to just use hashtags if we feel like it, or we're just not going to use hashtags, or we're going to use two hashtags or 30 hashtags. At this point, just do what you want. I don't think there's any rhyme or reason. I will say I do think there was like a slight, okay, I'll give you my reasoning for maybe why this happened. I think that what happens with hashtags a lot of times for people who are not really using a lot of strategy and doing a lot of research, like if if you don't really give a shit about hashtags and you're like, all right, well, let me just put some in here to see what happens because it doesn't hurt. 
you're going to just pick a bunch of random ass hashtags. And a lot of times the content that you are kind of like tagging with these hashtags aren't really relevant for the hashtag. So I think a lot of the hashtags are getting like overcrowded. They're not as like nailed down to exactly like what they are and what they mean. So I think there's just like a lot of crap happening behind there. And I think that they want people to use more strategic hashtags. So if they tell you you can only use three to five, like you're going to pick three to five really fucking good hashtags. And so I kind of think that's what's going on. However, you know what? Again, I try and understand, but I, I have no idea. I don't work for Instagram. I wish that I had some insight there, but I do not, unfortunately. So yeah, I mean, that was one other little piece of news that the internet had a meltdown about. But I will say my verdict there, I have tried it out of using, you know, the 10 to 12 hashtags or even using less than that. And every single time I do, I really don't see any sort of difference. One thing I will say too is I use Flick hashtags. It's a really great platform that actually allows you to see where you rank on specific hashtags, which is invaluable information that you really can't find anywhere else and so basically you know with this platform I've been looking okay when I use 30 hashtags out of the 30 how many do I rank on and it might be like 15 18 22 whatever it is I'm ranking on a lot of these hashtags so I think to myself if I were only using three to five hashtags I would be missing out on all those other 10 15 hashtags that I was ranking on you know, that I could be ranking on, but I'm not because Instagram told me to use three to five hashtags. So I would just say, you know, do some trial and error. I think everyone's account's probably going to be really different. Not even everyone's account, but also everyone's different posts. Like, you know, you could use three to five hashtags on all your posts during the week, and some of them are obviously going to still perform better than others. So I don't think there's a lot of rhyme or reason. You just do what feels right for you. However, I will say I will absolutely still be using all 30 hashtags just because I know how many I can rank on and I'm not going to miss those opportunities. So you do what you got to do, but that's all I'm saying. So before we, oh, I actually have one more piece of news and this one's actually really cool. I totally forgot about this. And this I actually haven't seen a lot of coverage on, which I'm really surprised because it's kind of big. So Instagram TikTok, all those social media platforms that have video. So like Reels, TikTok videos, Facebook has Reels now, same difference with Instagram. But basically Google, what they're going to do is they're basically going to have it so that on Google, you can actually look up TikTok videos and you can look up Instagram videos. So like this makes hashtags and like caption keywords more important than ever. So if you're just like, you know, writing your caption and it's just like, haha, isn't this funny, or whatever the case is, you're not using any sort of hashtags, it's going to be very difficult for you to rank on these Google search features, whatever it ends up looking like. So I would just say from this point on, with your Instagram reels and with your TikToks, anywhere that there's actual copy, not necessarily in the video, but like your hashtags or your, again, your captions, make sure that you're using searchable keywords. And when I say searchable keywords, I mean, you know, what are the things that people would be searching if they wanted to find this video. So keep that in mind. I think it's really cool. I think this was kind of inevitable. I mean, with TikTok and Instagram as big as they are, well, I don't think like logistically with numbers, they're as big as Google. You know, obviously they are both very relevant platforms. And so it would be very nice to have that crossover. I thought this definitely was something that was going to happen eventually. So I'm really excited to see that it's actually in the works. So 
that's very cool. I thought I should mention that. Before we get into our guests and kind of talk a little bit about, you know, all the fun stuff that I wanted to get into today's topic, I do want to actually just give you a few little announcements because there's a lot of really exciting stuff happening for us. I I don't know why, but the fall, I'm always like, let's do everything. And I fucking overload my schedule so hard. But I love, I just love working in the fall specifically. I don't know why. But We have this week on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, that will be October 18th, 19th, and 20th. We have a free pitching seminar that we're hosting. It will be a live seminar, but you can watch it afterwards if you can't make it to the live. In the Social Mate and the KBoost link and bio, you'll be able to register there. However, make sure you register as soon as possible so that you can see all three days live. But I'm very excited about this seminar. It's going to be all about profitable pitching. I worked so hard on this presentation and it's honestly, I kept saying to myself, should I include this? This is kind of like a lot of information for free. So Merry early Christmas to everyone. It's going to be amazing. On the third day of that seminar, so Wednesday the 20th, we're actually going to be releasing an ebook that kind of coordinates with the profitable pitching seminar, except there is so much packed in this ebook, even more than what's in the seminar. And in the ebook, there's actual, you know, how to choose your rates, how to how to set all your rates, different actual examples of like, here are different scenarios of negotiation. So like, if you get this email, this is what you should say here. So there's a ton of information there that will be very, very helpful if you are an influencer or a digital creator looking to partner with brands more often. So look out for that on the 20th. It will be in our Etsy shop um, along with our planner. If you haven't heard yet, we released a social media, a physical planner. Um, It is all based around Again, digital creators, small businesses, and basically this planner has daily pages so you can track all your to-dos, your appointments, all that good stuff. But it also has a ton of things in there that are specific to anyone using the internet for profit. (laughs) So digital creators, small businesses, whatever you are, there's a ton of really great information and a lot of resources and tools in there that can be very helpful. Again, that is in our Etsy store. And my last announcement is for our lovely Charlotte locals on October 30th. It is a Saturday from 12 to 3 o'clock. I am partnering with Soulshine Soiree. They are a really, really amazing, like, cute Instagram Pinterest worthy picnic company. They actually set up the picnic that Andrew planned for our engagement and it was amazing. I wish I knew that it was going to happen because I would have like totally taken a thousand pictures and brought my camera and everything. So I'm really excited for this event. It's essentially just going to be a cool time for us to hang out and meet each other. It's going to be at Windy Hill Cidery. Tickets are $20. We don't make any profit off of this. This literally is just so that we can get in, use the space, have some snacks for you guys and all that good stuff. But I am so excited to meet people. So if you're in the Charlotte area, link is in the bio. You can grab your ticket up until the day of the event on the 30th. So now we are going to get into our topic of the day with our guest. So our lovely guest today is my very own fiance that's me (laughs) this is andrew everyone so for anyone who doesn't know andrew which i feel like if you follow me at all on instagram you've definitely seen him probably doing something stupid (laughs) we just have a lot of shenanigans that go on honestly so yeah i mean i'm excited to have andrew on today because we've actually been having a lot of conversations recently about kind of what i wanted to talk about today which is mental health and social media slash 
business, I guess, even. So tell everyone a little bit about your business, because I don't know if everyone knows that you actually own a business as well. Well, I run a business called Top Chi Pins. I make enamel pins. If you don't know what that is, you're probably like, what the hell is this guy talking about? (laughs) But think of like Disney pins. I I always use Disney pins, yeah. The first thing that you probably might recognize, though it's not exclusive, you know, like there's been so many different places that would just have like a little collector's pin yeah like you might have seen like an american flag like that's a real common one that's been around before but i make those and mostly make anime stuff but i run it all through instagram so that's that's where i'm his entire business is is essentially set up through Instagram. That's how he built his entire following. And he has a lot of really loyal customers that he's built up over the last three years, right? Your anniversary yeah. will be next month. Yep. I just had uh, the same customer. She was my third ever customer, and she was just my 3,009th customer as well. <laughs> Dedication. Yay. Very dedicated. Yeah, so Andrew and I have been talking a lot about mental health and whatnot. I know for me personally, I actually feel like I'm pretty good usually. Maybe I'm saying this, but I don't know if Andrew has a different outside perspective. I feel like I'm usually pretty good at not getting super down on myself, but I feel like the last few months have been so hard And I think every person who's probably listening to this, I'm sure you're some sort of digital, you know, business person, whether you're a creator or own a business. It's it's been really like a tough time on social media in the last few months. So tell us, like, how are you currently feeling about I mean, he doesn't use like other platforms for like he doesn't use TikTok or Pinterest or anything. So Instagram. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, true. Instagram exclusively. How do you feel about Instagram recently? It sucks. <laughs> I mean, like, it's so different for me versus, like, I know the way Kristen's influencing works is, like, you know, you need to have those good performing posts and everything right. to show results back to brands. Whereas, like, if my post doesn't do so well it's not the end of the world as long as my sales still go well yeah it's that your likes don't necessarily yeah, translate yeah. to your income mm-hmm. yeah, yeah most of the time I like I I hope for a lot of likes obviously <laughs> but like if I don't get as many as I wanted or like I shouldn't even say that because I hardly even pay attention to what they are like yeah. I don't ever look at my post and be like oh this one did bad because like it's just whatever you know right like you'll still probably make just amount of, the same amount of sales yeah. as you would unless like, we're talking yesterday's sale but yesterday's a really great example so okay yesterday what happened Andrew had basically done a poll a few days ago that was asking people you know who wants this set because he had a set of pins that he was putting up and he was like you know I want to know how many I should put up so like let me know if you plan on buying this you know vote yes in this poll please only vote if you plan on buying it and you know of course people still are just like oh a button I want to click it and so I'm sure people just still clicked it but he had what like 65 people that were like and this was like a hundred hundred and forty dollars set it was I mean, this is, like, a a decent investment. It's a commitment. Yeah, exactly. He had uh, 65 people who were, like, I'm fucking in there. I'm ready to go. And so yesterday, I mean, that profit would have been, what, like, $10,000? Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be really He would have had $10,000 in sales. So, obviously, you know, we've been, like, talking about it and, like, getting hyped up. We're, like, if we we make 10 grand today, like, we're going to the melting pot again because that's, like, a, you know, it's, like, a fancier restaurant that we like to go to. So, we're, like, yeah, "Yeah, we're going to go get fancy 
fancy food and like live our best life this weekend. But how did your sale go? Well, I'll start and say, <laughs> start it by saying this. I know every time I do one of those polls, I'm like, all right, we're going to cut this number in half. Yeah, always, and just always. I'll be satisfied if half of the people show up. Right. And, all right, so I will say, <laughs> I got 10 orders for the sets out of 65 people yep. who said that they wanted them. And I need to also mention that four of the sets were bought by two people. So two people who voted once each on the poll. So that means that there is still 64 other people that said that they were going to buy it. Or no, 60 other people. So yeah, 60. I was like... 62. At least we can just okay, like, erase this and put it out. <laughs> yeah, not... Still a lot of people. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of, people. of people were supposed to buy it. I had 50 sets total posted and I sold 10 of them. So obviously, you know, it just feels like a slap in the face. And I, I feel the same way, you know, like I had, I mean, again, yesterday, maybe it was a full moon yesterday. I don't know. Something was fucked up in Continued the air yesterday. Oh my gosh. Don't. <laughs> Our day today was horrible, guys. You don't want to hear about it. So yesterday I had a post. It was a sponsored post and I was actually really excited. I thought it was like, yeah, I was really great. happy with the content. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. The brand loved it. And I mean, this was my worst performing post in like, a long time. I don't know how long, but a while. It, like, I saw the results when I was out, and I, I just looked at it quick, and I was like, oh, my phone just, like, must have not updated. <laughs> my numbers must have not updated yet or something, because I came back, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this yeah. is bad. This is bad. It's very hard, because especially, like, you know, with Andrew Sale, or for me with this piece of content that I was so pumped about... It really, it like is a slap in the face when it doesn't go the way you expected it to go when you put so much work into it. People are like pumped about it. You know, the brand was pumped about it. Yeah. His customers were pumped about it. It's very where, difficult. Where did we go wrong? Exactly. I and, don't get it. And that's the thing that I think is the biggest problem is like we immediately when those things happen say, what did we do wrong? And it's very hard not to blame yourself because you're just like, well, did my pins suck? Or yeah, like, did you not like the designs? Yeah. Even though everyone's been hyped up for them for months now. Because, you know, with pins, it takes like three to four months for them to be made. So, like, got everyone just like, yeah, for can't wait for this one for months. And then I have the sale and I'm just like, but only 10 of you. Okay. I Where had, are you at? Yeah. <laughs> I had people buy individual pins and not just the full set. So I did get more than 10 orders. But, like... I set a majority of them aside for all of the people who said they want sets, and now I'm just like, I still have 40 more of them. Yeah, exactly. Yikes. And it's it's very difficult. I think that's that's really, like, what it all comes down to with, like, numbers or with sales, whatever it is. It's, it's very difficult for you not to immediately blame yourself and, like, say, like, oh, my content must have sucked, or, like, something I did yeah. sucked, or, like, I suck, I'm quitting, like... But for example, your post, what are you supposed to do when Instagram shows it to 700 people of your 26,000 followers? Like Right. And I mean, yeah, how? when the when the reach is so low, it's just like there are only so many things that us as creators can do to boost reach. A lot of it is in the hands of the algorithm. Once it goes out there, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. So, you know, it's again, it's you know, it's kind of out of your hands and not totally your fault, but it's still impossible for you to not, for some reason, even just for a moment, blame yourself. And 
I think, I mean, this is something that I've been struggling with for the last few months because I'm, I'm sure, again, anyone who's listening to this knows it's been very difficult with engagement and reach and all that, again, with all the changes that have gone on in Instagram. So it's been a rough couple of months. It's been a slow couple of months. And it's, again, very hard not to be like, okay, well, everything I'm doing is not doing what I'm expecting it to do. What's the problem? And when you feel like you've looked through all the potential problems and kind of been like, all right, I really, like, I don't have anything else that I can think of that I could have done. It's a very shitty feeling because I I know for me, I'm like type A control freak. Like, I definitely like to understand, like, okay, well, what can I do? How can I fix it? Like, I I want it to be perfect and, like, you know, do what it's supposed to do. But, like, there's nothing I can do at a certain point. And I feel like it's the same thing with your pins. Like, yeah. You put I can't beautiful. Force you to buy them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I wish I could. You know, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should start forcing people somehow. Yeah. And not all my sales do this poorly. You know, I don't know if it's like the day of the week. Right. Like I said, it could be the designs, I guess. But like, maybe people. I don't look at my insights ever, to be honest. I'm a very bad Instagram user, I suppose. <laughs> With me as your girlfriend, it's that's like. But how hey, does that if work I out? didn't have you as my girlfriend, I wouldn't even know half of the stuff that I'm aware okay. of now. That's true. So. That's true. <laughs> so obviously we, I think all are kind of feeling this weird slump that's going on within our social media careers and whatnot. And so I've been trying to kind of figure out what are the things that I'm going to do to not feel like this anymore because I have no idea when Instagram is going to start acting normal quote-unquote again or like Mm -hmm. you know when when things will feel a little bit more comfortable there so I've been trying to think of like things that I can do to make it so I don't feel shitty every time I post something because that's kind of how it's felt lately so we've been kind of talking about this you know like what what can we do to like you know, we're doing everything logistically that we can do to make things perform better and, you know, make things number-wise go as best as they can. As as best as we can make them go, you know. As much control as we have over that, which apparently is not a lot. And so I've been been saying to myself over the last couple of weeks, you know, what can I do differently? So what I'm, I'm aiming to do from now until kind of the end of the year is, like, try to not pay attention to numbers as much and just focus on like, okay, do I love this? That's what I'm going to put out there. And no matter how it performs, I'm just going to be happy that I got to, you know, be creative and share that with however many people were able to see it. And isn't that what it all started with? Yeah, exactly. One thing that I think is very difficult is like, I hear people all the time say this and I think about it and I'm like, fuck you because this is unrealistic. Everyone is like, oh, don't pay attention to the numbers. The numbers aren't important. I'm sorry, but, like, as much as I could just look at the numbers and try not to dissect why they happen, I think that's totally unrealistic and impossible to tell a creator whose income is based on numbers, essentially, not to pay attention to the numbers. I'm trying to pay attention to them less, but I don't think it's realistic for me to tell myself, oh, just don't even look at the numbers. Hide the likes, hide everything. Pretend it's not happening because I still do want to pay attention to what's happening and try and make educated decisions based off of that. But I don't want to sit here and tell anyone, just don't pay attention to the numbers because like you literally are flipping me off right now. When your income is based off of how they 
perform. You kind of... There, right. there is a certain extent, like, don't let the numbers fuck you up mentally. Right. But you still have to pay attention to them because that is what you have to send into your brands for partnerships and how they base the rates that they'll work with you on. So I do understand why you have to pay attention. That's why it's so different for me, as I said before. Like, my post can perform bad, but right. if I still get all the sales at the end of the week, I'm like, uh, who, who fucking cares, cares about that post? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just had one of my worst performing posts in a while, and I looked at it and I was just like, that sucks. And then my sale didn't perform well either, so maybe this one is a fluke, you know? Maybe right. I... And I think when, like, when that happens, that's where I think it's fair for you to reevaluate and say, okay, what did I do or what didn't I do? Yep. Is there something that was different? And that's where you can go in and analyze a little bit more, but if your sales aren't being affected by them, who really yeah, yeah. cares? But when they are, I think it's very fair for you to be like, hold on. <laughs> Let me reevaluate and see what's going on. One thing I will say is I've actually heard from a lot of people in the last maybe two to three weeks that Instagram Reels has been like trash for people. I've posted like two Reels ever. I just Maybe keep, one. I keep trying to get Andrew to record Reels and stuff and I'm like, oh, this would be such a good idea. You should do this. And he's like, nah, yeah, we'll do that. And then he just like never mentions it again. And I'm like, well, oh, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah, Kristen has too much on her plate every day. So you don't want to ask and be annoying. But also, it was my idea. Tell me, bitch, you wanted to do this. Let's fucking do this. All right. I'll have to, you know. So, yeah, I've heard from a lot of people that Reels have been doing horribly. And I will say, actually, remember I was just saying to you on social mates in Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was was yesterday. It was yesterday, yeah. So our Reels typically see maybe like 1,200 to 2,000 views. Yesterday night, I checked it, and I was at, like, 130 views. And I was like, excuse me, what? What? What Like, what does Instagram want? Do we have to pay for every post? And then even when you do pay to promote it, it's still, like, you gain zero followers, and, like, a bajillion people see it, but you get zero interactions. And I'm like... You get nothing. Why did I just pay you $20, Instagram? (laughs) I think the thing with boosting posts on Instagram or anything like that is you have to be prepared to like spend a fuckload of money. Like if you're spending $20 on a promotion, it's not doing shit for you. I think you need to spend like $400, $500 plus, but like I'm I'm not saying I'm ever going to do yeah, that. Andrew's yeah. me. For those who aren't watching, Andrew's literally jaw dropped right here. <laughs> but I will say I, I really think that that's the only time you see real success with ads. Like I've I've ran ads before and nothing happens. So in the past, I want to say two weeks, maybe a week and a half, I have had three ads whitelisted from brands that I'm working with, two from Smile Direct Club and one from AHA, like the sparkling water Do AHA. you have that other one, though, that doesn't have a single comment on it yet? Which, which is one? Which one? The 7-Eleven? Oh, no, it's the uh, Ritz. Ritz. Yeah, 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 the Ritz one. Okay, so I have... Possibly four <laughs> whitelisted ads running right now. And I always ask myself, is that why my shit's not performing very well right now? Because whitelisting, sometimes what I think, because I know Smile Direct Club especially, those posts are like going out to a lot of people mm-hmm. because it, they, I mean, the post itself has a ton of likes, a lot of really mean, stupid comments, but comments. There's a lot of interaction on all of these posts and I've even been getting some weird follows. I Side note, always notice that whenever I have whitelisted ads, I have to go through people that follow me like every single day and delete all the weirdos because I 
I don't know who they target these ads to sometimes, but sometimes I'm just like, Anyone. this, who is this person they need to get off my page? So I sometimes notice that when a brand like Smile Direct Club is boosting my post, obviously they must be putting hundreds of dollars behind it for it to get the interaction that it's mm-hmm. getting. I always wonder, does that mess with my reach because they want me to pay? They don't know if that money's coming out of my pocket or Smile Direct Club's pocket so like do they think i'm putting up a thousand dollars or however much smile the record put up and so they're like "Ooh, let's make your post not perform as well so that she'll put more money on this post and then more money on the next post and so uh, if anything that just makes me less inclined to ever pay again you know uh, well like... i mean yeah 100 percent. but it's it's really shitty that i feel like instagram would do that they're pimps. They're pimps. They're, they're out for our money, you know, like they have all of our millions of free users and mm-hmm. we're making money off of them and they're just like What? Yeah, exactly. They're up. like, Where's our cut? Yeah. Like I that mean, meme. Taxes. <laughs> yeah, literally. And and so I I will say I've noticed that with whitelisted ads I definitely do notice that things get a little funky so i do wonder if that has something to do with it it's a possibility five years from now we're gonna see the whole instagram scandal where they lowered all of your posts when you were like having whitelisted ads (gasps) or like oh you paid for your post to do better well guess what we're actually gonna make it do worse until you pay us again i mean it's horrible but it makes sense like yeah, it's an interesting it strategy. Yeah, like a company trying to make millions of dollars off people, it does make sense. I remember actually my friend Sonia, I was talking with Sonia about this a while back, and she was like, I don't even let brands whitelist my content because she notices the same thing. It always is really shitty. And I've also heard from a ton of people too. And I know for me, I think this is maybe coincidental or, again, we're on to something here, but, like, whenever I use that paid partnership tool, so, like, when you post, it will say right at the top, paid partnership with, and it will tag the brand. Whenever I use that, I do notice that, again, the post always underperforms. So I almost never use it. However, if I have a brand that's paid for whitelisting, I have to use it so that they get whitelisting access. And so I did it for uh, the one yesterday. I did it for a Smile Direct Club. So I've done it a few times recently and and since then my posts have been doing really well or not really well so i i really do wonder if that has something to do with it and i i don't ever want to like have to stop doing whitelisting and stop doing usage because it is a really good way for digital creators to up the ticket price and again not really have to do much extra work and Mm -hmm. it is a really good way to monetize however there do seem to be some consequences even hitting a couple hundred likes on your yeah. own post then like i wonder is it you know the brand wants the whitelisting so they can use it but like are they getting their money's worth when if it is the case where mm-hmm. it performs worse when you have whitelisting is it worth for the brand to pay for their whitelisting and for you to post it at the same time that's a good point are they just cutting their profits yeah. yeah their potential profits that's a good point i never really thought about that but yeah it does make sense i don't know something for like i don't know if brands look into these i'm sure some oh they must them, of course like, they, yeah what's up instagram i mean you know it really sucks because i i, I mean i literally just said like i want to stop paying attention to the numbers and like stop over analyzing yeah. all of this stuff so much but again i think the type of person i am i it's so hard for me not to analyze that stuff and really just like mm-hmm. try so hard to figure it out and i think part that's part of the why, reason why i get so frustrated and have 
such a hard time, especially recently, is because, again, like, I can't figure it out, and that, like, it's almost like a loss of control thing for my type of personality. It, like, really fucking gets to me, and it's very difficult for me to be, like, excited to post and excited to share a piece of content now because I don't even want to get my hopes up. I kind of just put things out now going... (laughs) Well, who, who fucking knows what's going to happen here? Probably going to be a shit show, but I've got a post today. And it sucks to feel that way because that's not how I've always felt about it. And I, again, I think a lot of people would agree. Like, it used to feel a lot more fun and a lot, like, less pressure and everything when things were just going as they normally were. Yeah. I don't know. You look like you're about to say something. I I was. I forgot what I was going to say, though. <laughs> I don't, like, is Instagram out here just, like, to ruin people's mental health? Because, like, I don't... The numbers just don't make sense. They don't make sense. Like, they're... What was it the other day you were showing the... Your insights of the reach? Yeah. Her reach was, like, over a million people with the brand With the whitelisting. With the whitelisting. And then it was, like... 0.04% were from her own followers. I had 1.1 million reach over the last week. 1.1 million reach from uh, non-followers. And then I had 2,500 reach that is from my followers over an entire week. In a one whole week. week, one-tenth of her followers saw her content. Like, how does that... What's it doesn't that? compute. Four, I'm trying to make it worth... It's like you that... You posted three, four times? Like... Yeah. It's like that meme where, like, it's the person with just the math all around their head. That's literally me on a daily basis. Just like, what the fuck? (laughs) None of this makes any sense. I don't know. And again, I I had a conversation again with my friend Sonia. She's like a very, if you guys don't know Sonia, you have to know Sonia. She's just such an amazing person. She's very, like, spiritual and, like, I don't know. She definitely, we have very different personality types where I think, like, she's very, like, deep and like she talks about mindset and I'm more like facts logistics I need proof like I think we yeah, see yeah. differently on that but I always really love getting her perspective because we actually talked on the phone for a little while the other day and we were kind of talking about both feeling like this where it's mm-hmm. just been hard lately mentally and you know with with everything going on and the difference we're seeing on on Instagram versus before and she said to me like Kristen like, you're fucking killing it. There's li- everything you post. I'm just like, well, yes, girl. Like, that's that's amazing, you know. And it's just so interesting to see from other people's perspective. She was just like, you know, I, I see nothing wrong with her page. Like, I would never, you know, I would never look at it and be like, oh, you know, I don't like that or whatever. Here's the thing. She sees nothing wrong with your page because she's one of the two people that gets to see your <laughs> posts. Like- yeah, he's- Exactly. She is always in my reach. Yes, that's very true. But you know, it's always interesting. You are definitely your own worst enemy. And one thing that Andrew actually brought up that I think was a really (coughs) a good point and something that I was like, okay, well, that makes me feel a little bit less horrible is he was like, okay, well, your reach is lower than it's been (laughs) in like years. But you're also making more money than you've made in years. So like, again, similar to like your situation with like your likes don't always match up with your income i'm still making plenty of income and everything is still going great my reach has been still getting partnerships right you know right which is awesome but i'm always worried about like well what if this is like the last month that that happens what if it stops exactly exactly And, and that's one of the scariest parts about being in this industry and being a freelancer essentially working for yourself 
basing your income off of whatever happens on social media. It's like you just never know what's going to happen next. So it's so important. I mean, logistically, it's important to make sure you're saving money and you're, you're like, preparing and you have like maybe different avenues of income like I have my mentorship program if I if I'm not getting brand partnerships I still have my program that's bringing in money and I can still pay my bills but I think diversifying your income as a a creator or freelance or whatever is literally a mandatory thing because you just never know if next month you're gonna have horrible partnerships or none or or your best month ever (laughs) you never know Especially for any creators right now, what is it, mid-August or (laughs) October, we're going into the holiday season. It's Q4. This is typically the time when brands have the most money to spend, obviously, Mm. because it's holiday time. This is typically when customers are spending the most money. So think about that in this time, too, that even though your reach may be low or your engagement may be low, this is still a really good time to be reaching out to brands and trying to work with them because they have the money to spend, especially right now. And just as a side note too, for anyone who is pitching to brands during this time, I would pitch right now. Like for Christmas time, like you may even be late pitching right now. Stop this and go start sending some pitches because a lot of times what happens with like bigger brands, especially they're planning these campaigns so far in advance. So they want to get creators on board for October, November, December collaborations or November, December, January collaborations. Yeah, definitely a, a good side note to think about. Don't wait until... December 5th to start sending out for Christmas partnerships. Yeah, now is gone. the time. Exactly. Yeah, now is the time, definitely. To end this on a positive note, because I feel like we did a lot of venting, a lot of possible complaining. I think everything we talked about is in- incredibly valid, and I know that people listening right now are probably also feeling exactly the same way. So I'm glad we talked about it, but I do want to end this on a positive note. So I know for me, like, My goal in the next few months is I really want to start thinking about, like, how can I make this feel, like, less pressure? How can I start to enjoy this whole thing again? How do I break through the specifics of my post has to look this way, I have to post it this time, I have to talk about this topic? How can I break through that a little bit more and just worry about, I want to put this piece of content out And however it goes, that's how it goes. And tomorrow I'll do another piece of content and we'll see what happens. You know, it could go worse, could go better. But I know for me, that's definitely something I want to be working on quite a bit. So I will say for me, I think in the next few months, you can definitely expect to see a little bit maybe different content. Still very fun and colorful. And I still love providing all my tips and education and everything like that. But I do want to start branching out into other things. We were talking about this a little bit. I want to talk more about fashion and beauty and like Andrew and I want to do more home projects and things like that. And for so long, that felt like something that I couldn't really talk about because I was like, people want Instagram tips from me. They only want to talk about business. But I actually did a poll the other day and I had more than half, I think it was like 68% of people said that they would prefer my fashion, beauty, lifestyle, home, plant kind of content over my influencer, business, social media kind of content, which I was really surprised about, I will say. Like I said before, I feel like there's a fair share of people who want that specific content, and maybe those are the people that are interacting with this stuff. We were looking back to like her post from last year yeah. and further and whatnot and maybe that's the difference you know yeah maybe your crowd is just like they aren't interacting with it because it's not what they're looking for anymore right to begin with 
And I, and I think it's important to try and evaluate that as best as you can. But the other thing is, too, only a handful of people saw my story. So yeah. I can't really base that on what my whole audience yeah, yeah. wants to see. They didn't all see it. So I don't want to give up any of the topics that I talk about. I think I just want to stop solely focusing on Instagram tips, social media tips. I definitely still love it. It's one of the things I'm most excited about, most passionate about. But... I think I got too deep into it, and I felt so, like... And good at it. Thanks. Thank you. I felt so, like, oh, well, if I post about my beauty routine, people aren't going to like it because it's not Instagram yeah. stuff. So, like, I have to get that out of my head. I, I need to definitely take the next few months to just switch my mindset. Back to the basics. Yeah, back to the basics. Try and just have a little bit more fun with it. And I think someone said this to me the other day, and I really loved this because I was talking about one of my uh, events at the end of the month, not popping off as quickly as I expected it to. And they were like, well, maybe you were like low-key nervous about it. And subconsciously, the way you talked about it, maybe let in other people to the fact that you like didn't feel super confident about it. And I was like, I never thought about it like that, but it makes total sense. So I need to just switch my mentality to, I need to just do what I really love and I'm really excited about. Because if I'm excited about it, I think the rest will just come, and if it goes well, it goes well. If it doesn't, I'm still doing what I came here to do. I'm fulfilling, like, my purpose here for myself and for my audience, so I think as long as I'm doing that, that's all that really matters. That's the only thing I can control. Yeah. I think for me, I need to let go of control and just let the ball roll and kind of yeah. see what happens. How about you? What's your mindset going to look like in the next few months? transitioning to a new series that I'll be working on so I'm gonna put my focus into that and hope that it goes well I've only showed a rough sketch to a few people and they've seemed very interested I'm gonna hope that this next project goes well and if it does I have it'll line me up for all of next year right where like I said before it takes three to four months for some of these pins to be made I hope that with my not so great sale this week every time that happens i look at it and reflect on what it was Mm -hmm. and like i know what i'll have to well i don't particularly know (laughs) yet you'll be able to figure out you know have a little bit more insight on maybe what you can do differently or Mm -hmm. you know even asking your audience like if you didn't buy this why if you were one of the yeah 51 people who said you were going to and didn't why not i think that's totally reasonable i think that's totally reasonable yeah i mean without asking those questions you'll never get the answers so you're not a mind reader Mm -hmm. exactly so i would say i think your mindset needs to switch too where because you had one bad week i don't want you to go into the next few weeks being like oh like well minus the fact that the next few weeks i'm just selling the same pins (laughs) <laughs> all right so in like two weeks after this okay new yeah. game in a couple weeks november 1st come november yeah. 1st or just when i get my new batch of pins they're right. all bangers as they would say <laughs> so i think though if you're nervous about it you may subconsciously yeah. put that out there into the world like maybe you need to go into it being like no this week is gonna be better who knows why it didn't perform well yeah. this week but you never know next week could be 10 times better you never know but maybe Maybe you need to next week and buy them maybe you need to put that out into the universe and you know like be more confident that it's going to go well so then maybe it's like it'll just happen because of energy and spirituality and all that stuff sonia talks about (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I'm not making fun of her. I really appreciate her different perspective because it's never what I think about. Honestly, I, like I said, I'm a very factual numbers logistics kind of person. So where can everyone find you on Instagram, Andrew? Top Chi Pins. T-O-P-C-H-I Pins. P-I-N-S. P-I-N-S. Bins. <laughs> well, I'm so happy that Andrew came on. Oh, I forgot. He hurt his back. He's a real sport it, being it here today. It honestly hurts more just sitting here than... Okay, you're dismissed. Thank you guys so much. This was the first episode. Like I said, this is something that brings me a ton of joy, so I'm going to keep putting it out there whether anyone's listening or not. Hopefully you are. But if, if people aren't, then I'll just go fuck myself. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Your social mate, S-O-U-L, shulmate, is where you can find us on Instagram. Again, don't forget about that free okay. training that's happening. Also, you can find me on Instagram at kboosk on TikTok, Instagram, all of the social media platforms. And thanks for listening slash watching, guys. Peace, and we will see you next week.